Hello everyone, this is Kevin from We Seen It, and the song that you're listening to is Holiday Road from Lindsay Buckingham. Uh, this song was featured in each of the National Lampoon Vacation movies. On this week's episode of We Seen It, we went over our throwback flicks of the week, which were The Iron Giant, Dead Set, and The Green Room. And for the main event, we went over all the songs and movies that we will be anticipating for the fall season all the way until the end of 2016. Stay tuned. Synced it. I synced it. Yes, a weekly podcast that focuses on film, TV shows, and all entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And this is Anthony. Yes. And uh, it's a holiday. It's a podcast holiday today on this. Uh, Today's the first official day of fall. Yes. September 22nd. And it's a podcast holiday, right? It's, uh, That's actually on the 30th. Which I think Whoops. we should do a special video for that day. Yeah, we should do a special video. Thanking everybody. Well, that's next week Thursday. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys are gonna be listening to this on that <laughs> day, and it is a um, what day is it? It's podcast day or something like it's that. It's like International <laughs> Podcast Day, where yeah. it's like podcast appreciation kind of thing. Yeah, and vice versa. I mean, it's yeah. I think it's an opportunity for all podcasts to thank all their fans and all their listeners. Especially us, we want to thank everybody. Yeah, who's all been listening in? Forty of you. Guys. <laughs> thank you. And I know some of you might be bots, but thank you anyways. <laughs> thank you for uh, the listens, the likes, the comments, and the bites. <laughs> Just had to rhyme. But how is everybody week doing? Hmm? Uh, so far, so good, man. I was listening to uh, your other, the other podcast, uh, oh. the Cheaper Than Therapy, where you were talking about uh, all the the good things happening with you leaving <laughs> your job and <laughs> happiness. It was it very was therapeutic. Oh my gosh, man! That episode was it was a funny one. And then Shoe called. Yeah, it's that ep- that episode actually was uh, it was a three hour episode, so we had to cut it. I cut it in half. The second half. It just we're just talking about a whole bunch of shit. At one point, we actually came up to uh, we were talking about uh, we tried to use metaphors about uh, having sex with different women. So I was like, you know, how many cars did you dip your stick in? You know, <laughs> was it a Honda, some Fords, some Chryslers, a hybrid? What kind of cars? And it, it's just funny. Yeah, just stay tuned to that one. It's, <laughs> it's a funny podcast, but um. Other than that, man, well, I mean, everybody's moving up. I said on a podcast, uh, one blade of grass doesn't grow. It's the whole field. So I saw that everybody else was growing, and I had to follow suit kind of thing. So everybody's moving on from their shitty jobs, and I had to do the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, today's going to be an interesting episode. Uh, We actually don't have much to talk about. Nope. Because we actually have um, something big um, 
something big that's happening that's brewing for the month of October. Oh, yeah. um, we just came up with the official title for it. It's going to be called Scarefest 2016. Uh, we'll have more information next podcast. I guess maybe at the end of this podcast, if we have time, we can go over some of it. Yeah. Uh, just like some general inf- information about it. But uh, we didn't really see any new movies. We did see a lot of TV, though. Yeah. Um, and that's really going to be the main event. We're going to be talking about um, everything that we're currently watching for the fall season and everything that we look forward to. Uh, for the fall season in regards to movies and TV. But let's go ahead and start off with our throwbacks. Um, does anybody want to go first? I'll go first. Um, my throwback was Green Room, which actually came out this year, April 15th. Um, directed by Jeremy Saulnier, if I got that right. Uh, starring Anton Yelkin, if you know him from uh, the Star Trek movies, recently passed away. Uh, Patrick Stewart's in the movie as well. And I guess since we're going into October, this would be a perfect film because it's somewhat of a horror film. And um, uh, the plot of the movie is uh, a young group of people who, who play in a punk band not really they're not really that known so they're just trying to play any any show that they can uh a friend of theirs uh sets up a gig for them to play at a club but the club that they play at is completely in in the middle of nowhere in the woods and when they finally get there they realize that the club is just filled with neo-nazi skinheads so they're like whatever we'll, we like we got nothing better to do right now so we'll play the show so they play their show everything's fine and uh if you know like playing at venues or anything the band always has a green room uh, basically a room that they chill in and as they're leaving one of the members forgets that they left their phone in the green room so one of the guys is like oh uh, i'll be back let me get the phone when they go inside the room, they realize that there's a group of people with a dead girl on the floor with a knife in her head. So he has no idea what the hell's going on. So then he starts going crazy, and the whole band eventually gets in this green room, and the owner of the club uh, basically doesn't want any witnesses, so he comes up with the idea to basically kill off each member of the band uh-huh. and it's a shocking film if you watch it it's pretty intense the very gory i would i would have never thought it would have been as gory as it was <laughs> uh pretty pretty intense movie i suggest we watch or a- any any of you guys watch it this upcoming october pretty good it's a gore movie. Does it have a little bit of comedy? Um, no. Nope. Dark comedy, I, I would dark say. Comedy. Yeah. Like uh, this, when when they actually find out that they're playing in front of a bunch of neo Nazis, um, the the one of the songs that they decide to play, the opening songs, is called "Nazi Punks Fuck Off," like as wow. like uh, <laughs> a little nod to them. <laughs> so I guess yeah, there's a little bit of dark humor in the movie, but. Oh. It's pretty, pretty intense. I think I've heard about that movie, but I don't think I've, I've seen it. I think it was one of those movies that I was like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll check it out. But then it just never came up in my uh, my memory. Or I haven't seen any commercials since I saw that one. 
But I'll check that thing yeah. out. Um, for my movie, I put uh my my pick is Dead Set. Saw this movie earlier this week, and it is a um, a British horror movie, and um, the creator was Charlie uh, Brook Brooker. Uh, he was inspired by the classic horror film Dawn of the Dead. This five episode series, oh, it was only five. No wonder I got through that shit in like a night. <laughs> this five episode uh, series chronicles a nightmare, a nightmare uh, scenario in which Britain is taken over by zombies. No one is spared the wrath of the undead, except the contestants on a production staff filming a season of Big Brother. So what happens is that uh, some zombie apocalypse start to take place and. You know, it it starts off as you're just jumping into this world. Like, there's people who are sleeping with people, and there's one girl who is like, um, she's basically trying to get out of this relationship that she's in. But uh, what happens is that uh, the guy who she's in a relationship in, you may know from uh, a night of the night of, it is Riz Ahmed. I, th- I think I butchered your name, man. If you listen to this podcast, I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the party, bro. Because they butcher my last name all the goddamn time. Um, what happens is that uh, the zombies are fast in this one. They're not like a typical 1970s zombie. These guys are fast. They, they, they don't just eat brains. They go for your whole body. They eat everything. And some of these zombies don't even try to eat just to like just to fill up. They just bite you and then they just run on. <laughs> Which I don't understand. Uh, I thought they were hungry, but I just seen they just turn to you. But uh, the show is pretty cool. You can watch it in one night. I'm not going to spoil it for you. It is a British-looking show. They got British humor in it, but it's not that dry. Um, the look of it is kind of uh, kind of weird because I think what they shooting like pal, right? Yeah, they shooting pal, so it's kind of a. Uh, Ugh. It's a different frame rate. Yeah. So and a different, uh, I think, a different compression, too. So. Yeah. So it's kind of weird, but, I mean, once you get past all that, you'll enjoy it. There's only five episodes, so it's not really hard to uh, to stomach. But the, the death scenes are pretty cool. The What else is cool about it? Oh, they they give you new little, uh, little things about uh, zombies that I didn't really know about. About water and stuff like that. I think we should have an episode about that. Like these new type of ways of killing zombies and vampires and stuff. Like that whole thing about uh, vampires are silver or scared of silver kind of stuff. Yeah. I didn't know about that. When, in the 90s, I thought of silver was only meant for werewolves. Didn't know about uh, uh, what you call it. Uh, about vampires. vampires. That, it didn't make any sense, but... That's my uh, throwback film. It came out. It came out in two thousand eight, and IMDb gave it a, gave it a seven point eight out of ten. So it's watchable. <coughs> uh, my throwback flick of the week. Um, this is a movie that I actually saw again last night on HBO. Um, it's The Iron Giant, directed by Brad Bird. Uh, this movie came out in August of nineteen ninety nine. Um, this movie, go ahead and open the soda bottle, man. (laughs) Um, yeah, directed by Brad Bird. 
stars Eli Marienthal, uh, Christopher McDonald, Jennifer Aniston, Hanny, uh, Harry Connick Jr., Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. who does the voice of the robot, which I completely forgot about. And while I was watching the movie, I noticed that the robot sounded a lot like Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. And that's when I realized it was because it was the same voice actor. Um, <clears throat> this is one of those movies that had... A failure, like at the box office, the movie had a budget of between seventy and eighty million dollars, but only did thirty million in the box office. Yet it was like one of the best reviewed movies of the year, and I think it's probably one of the best animated movies of our of our generation. Um, I really enjoyed this movie because uh, one, I I love Brad Bird. I think anything that he does regarding like action or adventure is always good. Same guy. This is the same guy that directed uh, the Incredibles. He's doing the Incredibles part two. As we speak, he did mission impossible ghost protocol. He did Tomorrowland, which got a lot of mixed reviews, but I was actually one of the people that really enjoyed it. But um, he seems to be like a director that really likes to respect whatever the subject matter is or whatever the themes are of the story. So, you know, the story's supposed to take place in the 1950s or 60s. Yeah, I, I would say the late 1950s. So, you know, he got all the facts right. Like, you know, he he, he made the story take place during the Cold War. Um, a lot of the things that they say in the movie, like the, the warships that they name, was really pretty pretty spot on. Like, he, he didn't just name, like, random uh, warships. Like, he actually used actual names of battleships that took place during that time of the war. And he seems to be like a person that really respects that era so um if you look at the animation of the film it looks a lot like something that came out of a norman rockwell uh art painting and i found out by doing research on the movie that he really did want the film to feel like that like if it came out of a norman rockwell painting and coincidentally the town that the movie takes place in is rockwell maine but basically uh basic synopsis of the movie for those who haven't seen it is this alien robot crash lands on Earth, becomes friends with this boy. Um, the robot was created um, as like a defense weapon, um, but he, he, the, the robot suffers amnesia when he crash lands on Earth. Um, there's this government agent who knows about the crash landing and wants to um, search for the robot and have it destroyed. But of course, the kid is doing everything that he can to keep uh, this robot hidden. Um, if you really think about it, the 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 basic theme when you boil it all down of this movie is what if a gun had a soul and that's basically the the summary of the robot in this movie and um really enjoyable film um it hit all the emotional buttons at the end uh yeah it did. <laughs> you know you you get emotional towards the end of the movie when uh, the robot sacrifices himself to save earth and after watching all of that noticing that the robot had a strong admiration for superman the actual comic book character i realized that brad bird should have directed um the man of steel film and maybe even the batman versus superman film because he like i said seems like a person that likes to respect the subject matter and all the details behind it i think if he would have directed man of steel more people would have been happier because it wouldn't have been as dark and gritty um it would have brought back to that original nostalgic superman that we all love um i would have loved to see that i would have loved to see him uh direct that movie but yeah, that was uh, that was my pick of the week. Um, if you go, if you have HBO, it's actually available on demand. I think it might also be on Netflix. I think I might have seen it on Netflix. Maybe not. Um, 
but yeah check that movie out so that's our throwback flicks of the week uh next we're gonna get into our favorite shows favorite movies of the fall and also movies and shows that we're looking forward to for the rest of 2016 um does anyone want to go first um i'll go um the movies that i'm uh, tv shows that i'm looking forward to for 2016 are basically all of the all the dc movies all the TV, dc uh tv shows like uh flash arrow even though it's been falling it's been slowly it's like a glide which one uh arrow arrow has been doing it flash the way that they ended off the season was like one of those ah oh, here we go again kind of thing but i'm still looking forward to it because uh for the most part flash hasn't really uh failed me with the season like in, in in its entirety if i had to judge the seasons i would give them like a solid a solid b but arrow is just like they just constantly have you know just i don't want to nitpick but there's the there are just these things that they have in the tv show like um they constantly have the girl who's crying and it's like oh come on man <laughs> we're over this we don't we don't we don't want a woman to cry in tv shows anymore <laughs> they gotta be stronger than this kind of thing and they constantly got the girls who cry and there was one girl who they finally got rid of who when she cried for the first time i was like it was like the worst cry I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. It was like you could see that it was forced, and it was like, ugh. It was it was a nasty one. But uh, they finally got rid of her. She passed in the show. Um, they got those shows. I saw Gotham uh, uh, yesterday, the first episode of Gotham. I saw that. Shield. I watched that. Uh, so far, Shield and Gotham, they're doing pretty good. Is this going to be the season where they introduced Ghost Rider? And, yeah, and yeah, they did on the first episode. They introduced, oh. they introduced him, and he um, was like in like full flame. Yeah, he was in full flame, but uh, it's the Ghost Rider. He doesn't ride a, a motorcycle. He has a muscle car, right? Yeah, he's a muscle car guy. I forgot his name, but uh, he's supposed to be a Spanish guy. I actually saw the comic book. Uh, I read it, and um, I'm not I'm not a fan of the drawing, <laughs> but uh, the story is pretty cool. Of how he became a Ghost Rider because I don't uh, spoiler alert if you haven't read the comic book but um he goes into a drag race and um, what happens is that um he sees that everybody who was who's in the same race with him they they turn left and he was the only one who's going down the street next to he's getting chased by these guys they finally corner him and he thinks that they're police so he gets out of the car with his hands up they shoot him they kill him. And then they take the drugs that were in his uh, the trunk of his car. He didn't know about the fucking drugs. Or maybe he did. Well, whatever. They take the drugs, and then one of the guys just throws a match. The car lights on fire. And you basically see him as he's looking up, and he's dying. And you see, like, uh, the flames coming from his car. And one of them is like that trail of gas that leads to his head. And his face slowly starts to burn. So he's, So he's not dead yet. It slowly starts to burn, and then boom, he turns into Ghost Rider. Gets in his car. Basically, the the first episode of Shield, they kind of played out what happened in the first comic book with the whole rocket that hits the car, and then you, like the car wasn't on fire. the The rocket hits the car. The car bursts into flame, flips up in the air. You see, only the wheels are burning and uh, the exhaust, and then it lands on all four. 
and it just keeps on going and now it's like mm-hmm. it's, oh shit it's, it's Ghost Rider's car um, at first I didn't really take I, I wasn't a fan of the whole thing about him being in the car but then I, t- I spoke to my friend Calvin and he was telling me that yo man go, it's Ghost Rider whatever he wants to turn into his steed he can turn into his steed if he's in a train it's gonna be it's gonna be his uh his ride kind of shit. So it well, I'm assuming they probably didn't do the original Ghost Rider on the motorcycle because they didn't have the rights to it. Because I think, um, oh yeah, yeah, I think right. I'm trying to find out. That could be a thing because um, the comic book only lasted like um, four comic books. <laughs> it was it was a short lived uh, series, and they probably did that just so they can make a new Ghost Rider. I think Fox owns the it. no. It's Sony? Columbia. Columbia. Yeah, I thought it was Fox too. Columbia, but owns Col- the to Columbia Pictures owns the rights to that Ghost Rider with the motorcycle. motorcycle. Yeah. So it's not even a steed then. So they probably <laughs> yeah. So that's probably why they chose to go that other yeah, route. Yeah, because this is a totally in the comic book. It was a totally different uh, Ghost Rider because you find out that uh, in the comic book they actually had um, this guy who was a. Uh, He's making the the pills that they got from the trunk of his car. They're called hide, which means like uh, whenever you take them, you just blow up into this monster like Jekyll and Hyde. Kind oh, of thing. Okay. So there was a doc. There was a doctor who was making all these different things, and that was just uh, it, it was a pretty cool thing. That's the name of the drug that's on the street. It's just called hide kind of thing. And uh, apparently, he only he only uh, he only works around this this neighborhood that he lives in kind of thing. So he's just like Daredevil. He only mm. hangs out in his neighborhood. Which the other Ghost Rider that we're all known, uh, that we all know, he's. I mean, he's all over the world. He can go whenever he wants because I mean, he's on a motorcycle. This guy only stays in his neighborhood because he got like family and stuff to worry about. And it's a it's a pretty bad neighborhood. It's like full of gangs and stuff. Okay. So, it was a pretty cool episode. Uh, I didn't see much of it because uh, I was editing uh, <laughs> the podcast, but. From what I did see, I was like, "All right, that's cool." And um, what else am I looking forward to? Oh, movies coming out this fall. I'm um, looking forward to Magnif- *Magnificent Seven, uh, *Birth of a Nation*. Uh, what else is coming out this fall that I'm looking forward to? The, so far, those are the only two movies I'm looking forward to. There's probably more movies. There's probably some art house movies that I'm going to ignore, but. Um, <laughs> Other than that, uh, <laughs> I think those are only two movies that I'm, I'm going to be into right now. Until something else comes out. Anthony? Um, that's, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't watched too many TV shows. The only one that I've actually kept up with uh, that actually premieres this Sunday is Last Man on Earth. It's oh, a good show. That's yeah. a good show. Uh, if you don't know about it, watch it. It's like they get the post-apocalyptic world and make comedy around it uh which is cool because that's the first time i've seen that where they make comedy out of that situation yeah but and they they use it to their advantage in the funniest ways that you could think of uh will forte is in it if you don't know who will forte is uh he's came from uh Saturday Night Live was a cast member there, as well as a writer, uh, Kristen Shaw, January Jones, and this season... There's like two cast members of SNL on that show, right? Yeah, Jason Sudeikis, yeah, Jason. the brother. That's another show that I'm... That's another movie that I'm looking forward to. Um, 
he's in a movie that has Zach Galifianakis in it. Oh yeah, I forgot what movie that and is. Kristen Wiig as well. Yeah, Kristen Wiig's in that movie. That movie, Masterminds. Looks, yeah, Masterminds. That that movie looks fucking hilarious. I'm looking forward to that one. That movie though, I I want to I want to do research on that movie because that trailer, mm-hmm. dude. That trailer came out last year, like. I think that movie has been going through like production problems. Like oh, really? that movie should have been, should have been released a long time ago. Oh, Lord. I think yeah, <laughs> because that same trailer I saw it last year, back when I was like two jobs ago. <laughs> like that's how far back, that's how far back. Because I remember showing uh, my old coworkers that, that trailer. trailer, and I was like, yo, I can't. And I I'm trying to remember what was the release date on that first trailer, but. That movie, I think, should have been out a long time ago. Hmm. So I, I definitely want to find out about what happened there. Because I know another movie that was like that, that had a lot of production problems, and it got really super late, was uh, Fanboys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fanboys, yeah. like, the first trailer came out, and then, like, I think two years later, the movie finally... And it didn't even go to theaters. It went uh, straight, straight to DVD, because I think it just Did had... It really? yeah. It had a lot of production problems. I think they like fired their writer, and then a different writer had Wait, to the jump on. Boys, that's the one about Star Wars, right? Yeah, where yeah. they had to like break in to watch Star Wars because their friend is dying from cancer. Yeah, they were trying to hide that uh, that reason. Every trailer, like they didn't. It was just it was just them trying to get into uh, trying to break into the ranch, whatever re- that ranch called Skywalk- Luke Skywalker, Skywalker Ranch. ranch. Yep. They were just trying to break into it, and then. Like uh, art depicted a uh, reality because that actually happened with uh, the last Star Wars. There was a guy who was uh, mm-hmm. on his deathbed and he got a chance to see that movie because J.J. Uh, Abrams gave him that shot. He didn't even review it, man. And I read that uh, they did the same thing with Rogue One. Really? Yeah. Someone is going to, I think they're going to show the movie before it gets released to someone during, through that whole uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh, that's pretty cool. You know what? I, I wouldn't want that for me because I'll be like, man, well, I'm not going to see the other movies, so why even see this one? I mean, unless you're going to tell me, just just tell me what's <laughs> going to happen, who's going to die. I mean, who you assume is going to die kind of thing. So then I could just be like, yeah, this this chapter is... I think instead of watching the movie, I would just want to copy the script and just read the script because a lot of times... A lot of what's in the script doesn't make it into the movie. Like, it gets cut out. So you want to know everything. I want to know everything. Like, I read... I remember after the Dark Knight premiered, like, a couple years later, Warner Brothers, like, for one day, Mm -hmm. released the script on their website. And you can download it and print it out. And I did it. But it was just that one day. Like, the next day, they got rid of the link. (laughs) And I actually read the original script. Mm Mm-hmm. And dude, there, yo, there's stuff in there that wasn't in the movie, and I don't know if Christopher Nolan ever shot it, because mm-hmm. if you watch the behind, like the deleted scenes on the Dark Knight Blu-ray, there's not that many deleted scenes, and I think he did shoot those scenes, but he refuses to put it on the Blu-ray. Why? I don't know, but there's like more scenes with the Joker that was in that script that you don't see in the movie, and I know they shot it because I saw pictures of it on. You see? You know yeah. what? Just the fact that that happened just lets you know that uh, Jared Leto's Joker was it was trashed in because <laughs> the fact that Christopher Nolan had so many if he had tons of uh, Joker scenes and they only used the best the cream of the crop and they call in the what's this guy's name the guy who who passed Heath Ledger Heath Ledger the best Joker ever um, that shows that 
Jared Leto, man, you really got to have no complaints, even though they basically used the best of what you had. I, I guess. I mean, the movie was. <laughs> we're going back to. <laughs> we're going... The movie was all right, man. <laughs> it's like this is the year where we just keep going back to Suicide Squad in every episode. Right. He, he was. Uh, they're gonna put him in the Dark Knight Rises too, right? Really. Uh, they were gonna add it like he was gonna be in a the small orig- part, like, but right? like before this was before they even finished film. Before they even filmed the mm. movie, they wrote it so that okay, this movie is gonna focus on we're gonna try to catch the Joker, mm-hmm. and then Harvey Dent becomes Two Face, and then in the third film it'll be Two Face and Joker. Like it was gonna they they were gonna be the two villains. Oh, in, really? in the last movie, but then. They started filming. Keith Ledger passed away, so they thought, "Let's just get rid of that script. Let's get rid of that idea." And then, wow! And I remember Pat oh. had an amazing idea for the, the the for the Dark Knight Rises. You know the scene where Bane releases all those prisoners from that prison. Yeah. Pat was saying it would be cool if, like, if Heath Ledger was still alive and they wanted him for that shot. Like you see everyone escaping. But you see one jail cell that's open and the Joker's sitting there, but he's not moving. And the reason why he chooses not to move is because it's not his plan. It's too easy. Like it's not his, yeah, <laughs> like it's not his plan. It's Bane's plan. So he didn't want anything to do with it. Oh. You know, like he chooses, you know what, I'm not going to move because this isn't my plan. And that was, I that thought that would have been, been cool. That would have been dope. <clears throat> But I mean, they didn't do it at all because I guess I mean he died. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? But I'm sorry, man. We gonna get cut you off off your list. Go ahead, man. Uh, um, Go ahead. Besides the t- besides that one TV show, um, I'd like to see that movie, The Accountant. Oh, with Ben yeah, Affleck. Yeah, that's another good movie that's coming out. Uh, that one looks really, really good. Um, you know who directed that? Who? Gavin O'Connor, the guy that directed uh, Warrior. The movie with... Uh, the two brothers, the MMA fighters. Is that director? That's a good movie. Like, I'm just like, I'm surprised because he went from like a sports movie. Mm-hmm. He did Miracle. Then he did Warrior. Now he's doing this drama, suspense thriller. It's like, whoa. Totally but different. I, no, I, I was just about to say, it has kind of like the same... Like, usually when I see like a director does, like, if they do something else, I'm like, alright, can I see this in the same world? Like, in this director's world and I could see the accountant being in the world with, uh, with warrior. the warrior or uh, what did you say that movie was? Uh, Miracle. Miracle. That's the 1980s. Yeah. Uh, basically reality. I could see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could see the Dark Knight being in the in the world with the prestige. I could see the Dark Knight being in that same world. I could see Inception being in that same world with, uh, with the Dark Knight as well. I could see all that in the same universe, even though there's a lot of characters who look alike, <laughs> because uh, Christopher Nolan likes to use uh, the same actors the same actors in all his goddamn movies. But hey, they're good, man. What are you gonna do? <laughs> that, that new one he's coming out with is really good. Um, that war Dunkirk. one, Dunkirk, yeah, the British one. But you know, this is gonna be, I think, his first time in like years that Michael Caine. He's not gonna use Michael Caine. Really? Yeah, Michael Caine's not in the cast. Oh. Well, speaking of Dunkirk, that just reminded me of a military movie, um, which reminds me of Chris. He is upset that we did a conspiracy episode and we didn't invite him. Really? Yeah, he, he was pissed. He told me this like a couple of days ago. He said, so 
you decided to do a conspiracy episode and uh, you didn't invite me. I'm like, yo, man, I mean, you were shooting. <laughs> you were out shooting, man. What were we going to do? Get two people on the phone <laughs> while you're shooting? You're going to be like, I- I'll be right back. <laughs> so we can't even get your list. <laughs> mm. Anyways, I think he would have picked a Manchurian candidate, to be honest with you. <laughs> and the original one. Yeah, the, the black original, and white. The black or white one. That's what he probably would have picked. All right. Um,. I think uh, movie-wise, the only thing that I'm really, really looking forward to this year um, is Rogue One. Wait, what? I totally forgot about this one. Um, Strange Doctor. Strange Doctor. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Sir. <laughs> Thank you. No, no problem. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange I'm looking forward to. I don't know about so. it, man. I, I I just want to see it because it's it just looks different from the rest. So I True. just want to see Fair if it's enough. gonna it's gonna be good or not. I mean, Tilda Swinton's in the movie. I really like her. Um, I just want. I mean, I'm not. I'm when I say I'm looking forward to it, it's not like I'm dying to see it. I'm just curious. It's more like a curiosity uh, thing. Like, gotcha. I think that's how I was with Suicide Squad. Like, I wasn't crazy about it. Yeah. But I was just curious to see That's what the whole talk was about. I wasn't about. disappointed with the movie because oh, I would just wanted to see it. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, you know, I think the reason why people were so disappointed is just, like, you got your hopes up. It's like you're about to go out on a date with a girl or a guy, whoever you're into. And next thing you know, it, uh, you're like, oh, man, I got all these plans set out for her. We're going to do all these things. And next thing you know, it, plans start falling through. Uh, she She's not ready when you're at a door kind of thing. Um, you find out that um, she's on the phone texting all the time when you're here trying to hold a meaningful conversation. And uh, halfway through the date, she over here invites her friends, and you're like, oh, I guess uh, this is no longer a date. This is a meetup. I guess we're going to go Pokemon hunting. Kind of what shit. are we talking about? I'm just saying. <laughs> that's what happened with uh, with Suicide Squad. Were you on a date when you saw Suicide Squad? No. <laughs> I'm just saying this is what it is like you got it's disappointing you got your hopes up too too high and then you just got swatted like a fly on the wall that's what that's what i think what happened with suicide squad these are my thoughts on suicide squad. pat's thoughts and we're not gonna hear the squad. end of it until next year it was an all right movie like i'm just saying like if it's a sunday it's a rainy day I'm not going to watch it. There's, you wouldn't watch it. No, I, there's a l- bunch of other movies I would watch instead of that. Okay, if you were watching it, if you are watching TV... I'm going to go watch would... Captain America instead. I'm going to go watch Civil War. What? Don't You're not going to pick Civil War over Suicide Squad? I saw, Suicide, I saw uh, Civil War three times so far. So I, I would see Civil War instead. I would see Deadpool instead. You see, I've I seen Deadpool like three times too. Uh, Suicide Squad, I've only seen once. I would watch it again. Even though I already told, I already said before prior that the more I watch it, the more my appreciation for it is going to just degrade. <laughs> it's like, what's the name of that movie that that happened that every time he starts doing stuff, his memory or something just starts to fade? I don't know what movie that was. It was a movie that had uh, Hilary Swain or something like that. Hillary Swan. Swank? Hillary Swank. Swank. <laughs> and it had the guy who was the villain, who was the, the military dude in Star Wars, the what you call it, First Strike. What's the one that just Force came Awakens. Up? Force Awakens. It was, uh, he had the power to go back in time, but he can only go back in time. Never mind. You guys, you've never seen it. Oh, you, you, I think you guys did. 
It was a it was with Hillary movie. Swank. Yeah, it was a movie with Hillary Swank and him. And what happened is that uh, he had the power to go back in time. It was a comedy, but it was a like a romantic comedy. Okay, Hillary Swank is not in that movie. Okay, you <laughs> are talking about. Um, I know what you're talking about. The Age of Adeline. No. The Age of Adeline. <laughs> no. What's the name? What's the What's the name of that broad? What's the name? It's the the girl from the Notebook. Um, oh, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, Rachel really? McAdams. Yes, Hillary. Swank. You know, I'm bad with names. I'm bad with names. So to me, everybody's a Hillary Swank man. Everybody. <laughs> it has nothing to do with race or anything. It's just that. That's I the think first it's called name. About Time. About Time. I think I think that's what the movie's called. Yeah, I had sneak previews to that movie, and I think uh, I like that movie. I'll pick that. I'll watch that over Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Uh, would you watch Oblivion with Tom Cruise yes, over that movie? I would, I would, and that movie was super mediocre. That movie was very mediocre. It was like the visuals were good, though. The visuals were good, but it was like stale soda. Like you'll still drink it because you know <laughs> it's same, in your cup. That's the same but guy who it's... did uh, uh, Tron. Yeah, that's that same guy who did Tron. Me personally, I seriously believe that his cinematographer, his cinematographer, has to get a lot of credit for Tron and uh, that Oblivion movie because, yo, it was just fucking amazing. Yeah. The the shots were amazing. Uh, there was one scene there that they were talking about. Uh, that scene that you see nothing but a uh, sky and you see his little uh, platform that stands above. They said that that was actually a, a screen in the background, like they didn't. Oh, they didn't use CGI. Like no. they projected something. Yeah, they projected something. I in love the that. I love and that. I Christopher like, Nolan does that. Shit, that is that's fucking badass. Because I did. We didn't know that until we actually went to that movie and saw the sneak preview of that movie. And then they did a Q and A session. They did a Q and A session, and that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty cool as knowledge that we just got dropped. <laughs> yeah. Now all these directors are doing it. Christopher Nolan's doing it. Uh, Rogue One mm-hmm. is doing it. They're using instead of CGI space, it's like. It's an actual projection of space. Yeah, but to me... I mean, that that it, should, it should have always been like that. Yeah, but to me, it just... I don't know how it works because all the projections that I've seen, I know it's a projection. I, but I, the like, thing I is, is it. like... But if it's in the background and it's out of focus, which what is what they did in Interstellar, you can't tell because it's out of focus. All you mm-hmm. see are like blurred stars. Mm-hmm. So you don't need CGI for that. You could just use a projected screen. Like... And it's funny because if we were to do that, people would make fun of us. Oh, hell yeah. Like, oh, you guys can't afford CGI, but yet these movies that have like $250 million dollar budgets pride, are doing it. I would say, no, we can't. <laughs> we can't. Because you know what? I think that's the thing that makes a, a film. The, the things that you, you do just to save money because you don't have any money or the things that just like you just do, you just do because you don't have enough time or something. Yeah. Like you're on a time restraint or just you don't have enough manpower or something. And you just figure out ways of doing doing certain things. Like uh, when we did, uh, when we were in school and we did the, the horror fest thing. And we did that shot that uh, we put the camera on top of my truck mm-hmm. with, the, with the jib on top, mind you. <laughs> and uh, we did the shot when the zombies were being, when, uh, when the guy was being, it was uh, when we did the test shots. When we, we did, the, yeah. And we did it on top of my truck, and I had to drive forward while the guy was being chased by zombies and stuff like that. Those were pretty cool-ass shots. It, we used 
in that time we used anything like everything was a, a toolkit for it was gorilla it was gorilla style yeah, we was, did whatever we could to get the shot done yeah yeah we did everything doesn't matter and i love those things i love when uh when you watch a movie with somebody and then you say well we did this and to get that shot that you thought was awesome we did this and uh we got scrapes. We got scars just because we, we thought that that shot would be awesome. Yeah. If it looks good in, in your thoughts, our whole thing was like, if it looks good in your thoughts, most likely it'll look good on, on screen. So let's go for it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah the, the only movie that I'm really looking forward to this year, I think, is Rogue One. I think we've mm-hmm. talked enough about it, so I'm not really going to get into that. Um, as far as shows, um, there's really, I, I don't know that much about what shows are coming out this fall uh one show that has already started that i'm a huge fan of um is atlanta created by donald glover aka mr childish cambino mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me um it's on fx and it was written by him um he's going to direct a couple episodes of it i think later on like two episodes from now i think he's going to direct um this show is i was just saying right before we were recording we were talking about it it's like the saddest funniest show i've seen like you laugh at the dialogue because the dialogue is beautiful it's just so beautifully written um but at the same time you kind of like you feel bad for this guy because you feel for him there's a great scene in the first episode when he's on a bus and this guy like some random guy next to him is like what's wrong and he's like like and he and he says like I don't know what's wrong with me. I think am I that guy that is supposed to lose at everything? Like was that my purpose on this earth? Like am I just that guy that loses so that other people can win? Was that my role? And I know like I don't want to start getting all sentimental, but <laughs> um, I know that I think at some point we all go through that. We all when we reach our lows, like our lowest points we 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 say that to ourselves like was this like what was the meaning of this like Mm -hmm. was i supposed to lose at this and then i don't know hopefully the show gets you know maybe good things start happening to him at the end maybe not maybe the show is supposed to be melancholy Mm -hmm. uh for lack of a better word but god it's so good it's just it's like you see this guy's misery and how funny it is and like it's like a drug like i just can't get enough of it um but yeah man fx is moving up yeah fx is moving up i mean they their their lineup of tv shows is uh it's pretty dope i mean they got that show um damn i was gonna say she's all that but that's not you're the worst that's pretty cool um i think they're already on the third season of that show uh they got atlanta which is a dope show and and now mind you i just found out that they're already four episodes in i've only seen two so as soon as i finish up with this podcast, I'm definitely going to watch, like, two more. Uh, just binge off of that, two episodes. Um, and you know what? That show is one of those shows that I have no problem rewinding it just to see another, just to see the scene again. Like, I do that with a lot of, um, a lot of shows that I want to get, like, uh, what I say? Like, like, I'm really into. I don't do that with S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, if I miss something, I miss something, whatever. I'll catch it later. Somebody else is watching it. I don't do that with the DC shows at all, but I do that with Atlanta. Um, I do that with uh, Arresting Development. I do that with that show. Um, what other shows do I do that with? Oh, The Night Of. 
definitely heavy I do that with that show um, there's another show that was on uh, HBO I think they just finished up it's called uh, Assistant Principal mm. I do that with that show Vice Principal yeah. Vice Principal I do that with that show that show is pretty funny and on top of that it has the same guy from Atlanta in that show he had like a two-parter oh, okay. he plays the the principal's ex-husband who's who came back just so he can get the the kids the actor that we're talking about is i'll tell you his name right now because i was just looking it up because i want to talk about him keith stanfield yeah that dude great is, actor uh, he's funny that dude is uh he's funny in all of the episodes <clears throat> it, it's funny how like simple things just make me laugh about a character because uh in that in that show vice principal there was an episode when he's in school because they had a what's that a, a teacher work day teacher planning day and he goes to the school and they do like a a fucking chase scene with him and the other vice principal and he's over here being chased but the way that he's being chased is like you're looking at it man he's not even that fast <laughs> none of these guys are that fast and they just can't catch each they can't catch him and it was just making me laugh man i'm not sure if that was uh what they were striving for but to me whatever it was they nailed it if they wanted it to be funny my, by god they found funny. they found it yeah but you can go ahead. Uh, no, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, I think Atlanta is going to be one of those shows that I, I, I don't want to consider it like a, sleep, like a sleeper hit because people are talking about it all yeah, over social really media. Like they actually aired the first two episodes on Facebook yeah. and on YouTube. And we posted it up. On yeah, our- we posted it on our <laughs> Facebook page. So I thought that was pretty cool for them to do yeah. uh for those who don't have the fx channel you could just watch it on facebook or youtube mm-hmm. um but i think it's it's definitely going to be one of those shows that's going to be talked about uh hopefully about during the, the emmys next year we could talk about the characters because um that character that you were talking about before uh the skinny one yeah is he supposed to be the drug dealer right no he's a, he's just a friend just of a friend. donald glover's cousin on the show and he's always high. Like, he's just the guy that's always high and he's always paranoid. Sometimes he says some enlightening shit. Like, that thing, oh, like, uh, when they went to that restaurant and uh, <laughs> and when they said that, oh, you paper boy? They said, yeah. And uh, he had this whole little deep thought while he was uh, stacking peppers and, uh, no, he was stacking um, salt and peppers together on top. And he was going through this deep thought and I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm like, that's pretty fucking smart kind of shit. And then they had this whole conversation about, oh, are you, are you paper boy? He said, well, he said, yo, you're one of the realest, you one of the realest dudes out here right now. And he says, yo, this is lemon pepper. Yo, lemon pepper wet. <laughs> I've never seen lemon pepper wet before. Usually when you get lemon pepper wings, they, that's, they're dry. Yeah. So to see them wet, to me, that blew my fucking mind. <laughs> So that whole thing that they did with... They opened uh, the box and it's like gold and like, like, <laughs> like a light. fiction thing, yeah. right? I was like, dude, to me, I was like, I really want to see that. <laughs> I'm like, I want to see how that looks like, man. Because I mean, you got the lemon pepper juices. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It made me want to get wings when I watched that episode. You know? I was like, yes. That's fine. Oh, and the, the whole scene where um, when he was in the waiting room. When he got arrested. Oh, my you know, God. With the, the dude who was the, having the conversation. Yo, dude, that has happened to me before, <laughs> man. That has happened were to you, me Were you were in the middle? I was in the middle, and somebody was having a conversation, like, across from me. Like, I wasn't even there, <laughs> man. 
And I, it was never to that point that I couldn't leave, but it was just like. I'm just going to ignore this, <laughs> and then maybe eventually they'll just like be like, "Oh, well, just come over here," kind of thing. But it didn't happen. They had a full blown conversation until my stop. That's why I don't like riding buses. <laughs> I swear to God, I do not like riding like public buses because that shit happens, and it's it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> terrible. All right, um, I think that's pretty much all we have yeah. for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, just to remind you guys. We got a lot of big things coming up for October that we're planning. Um, We said before that October is going to be nothing but horror films. Yeah. So we decided to do this giant monster bracket. Extravaganza. We decided to call it Scarefest 2016. And it's basically going to be a battle. Battle for the ages as far as horror movie goes. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to try to see which is the best horror film of all time yeah now there are some movies that were left out that we're going to save for next year but um just to give you guys like a general idea of what we're doing we're um getting movies like two movies from each type of subgenre of horror they're going to battle out to see uh, which was the better horror movie and then we're going to do kind of like a like a like a bracket system mm-hmm. um we're going to do different rounds some of these movies we're going to talk about and we're going to actually shoot videos for and post them on our YouTube page so that you can keep track of what, uh, which movies are winning in this competition. And then I guess the week of Halloween will announce the scariest movie of all time. Yeah. Uh, but for this year. For this year, <laughs> yeah. Of what we thought of this year. So just an idea of movies that we're going to be reviewing or movies that are going to be battling it out. Um during this bracket competition we got texas chainsaw massacre we got the lost boys we got child's play poltergeist uh critters the shining um nightmare on elm street children of the corn 28 days later halloween the thing bram stoker's dracula we've got resident evil silence of the lambs that is just a small percentage of the movies that are on our list um it's gonna be a heavy month yeah heavy month bear witness to the horror and the glory (laughs) (laughs) um and i think that's pretty much it yeah for us for um that's it for we seen it y'all saw it y'all well y'all heard it that's what y'all did (laughs) we saw it you heard it yeah but um stay tuned for keep well we'll keep you posted with everything uh go to our facebook at uh, We Seen It, Facebook.com backslash or forward slash We Seen It. You can check us out there. You can check us out on our Instagram. Instagram, it's We underscore Seen underscore It. And on Twitter, it's the same thing. Yeah, you can check us out on Gmail. You can email us uh, at it's, We Seen It. Yeah, it's We Seen It at gmail.com. You can go to our YouTube page um, where we're going to be posting these videos. Mm-hmm. And you can Scarefest. comment on the bottom of our SoundCloud. And please, for the love of God, give us a give us a heart. Give this. us a heart. <laughs> Leave some comments on our SoundCloud. Tell us what you think yeah. about these reviews. Tell us what you think about us, about how we sound, about if we uh, if we if if we make you laugh. Yeah, we make you <laughs> um, cry. We make. You I found out that you can actually review podcasts on iTunes. So well, listen to our podcast on oh, iTunes yeah. and leave us a review. Leave us a review. Tell us what you think, and. Um, for the person who leaves a review, 
if we find your review compelling or strange <laughs> or something, we might just bring it up and hell, we might even get you on the podcast. We don't even know if you have a phone or not. I'm not really sure because we might do some live podcasts. I don't know. Right now, I'm just rambling on because I'm trying to get to 52 seconds that we did. All right. <laughs> Bye. Get it, get it. Oh, Hit the club. Tell him. Hello, everybody. Yes. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that episode. And this gem of a song that you're listening to <laughs> is what is it? It's titled "Go for It." Go from, for it. This is a uh, Corey Feldman featuring Snoop Dogg. Yeah. The return of the Corey. And you know what? Um, oh, welcome to the Tell Slate. Uh, I have to admit that this song, compared to all the songs that I've been hearing that came out recently, this song is not that bad. <laughs> like if. I would have seen the song before I would have saw that uh that performance. I'd have been like, eh, it's not bad. <laughs> and but this, now I'm like, the reason why we picked this song is because it's like the most talked about song right now on the internet. Yeah. Corey Feldman recently performed it on uh, Good Morning America. Yeah. And it freaked out the entire world. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody's still freaked out about it. Good Morning America wants him back because. Uh, they, they've never gotten that kind of a uh, rating spike before and uh, they want him back and they want him to perform something else but I don't think he's I don't think he's in uh, really into that all right so an interesting thing about this whole Corey Feldman guy uh, this is actually uh, something that my <laughs> wife was telling me about um, so everyone knows that Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie just recently filed for divorce um, the actual reason for the divorce is still kind of iffy um it hasn't really been confirmed yet there's just rumors all these rumors going around about why they're getting divorced um but according to uh my wife and her co-workers um cory feldman uh released a book not too long ago where he admitted that he and the other cory cory Haim, were raped and abused back in the day uh when they were like child stars and he didn't want to give any names but he supposedly told someone who one of the people, like one of the one of the uh, stars that raped him, and coincidentally, after this information was released, uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie got divorced. So there's like this conspiracy theory that maybe it was Brad Pitt. Maybe Brad Pitt was one of the. I don't think so. Hopefully, it was Angelina Jolie. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's Angelina Jolie, is it a rape? Yeah, and and would that really cause their divorce? I don't think so. Nah, I mean. We go crazy. This is crazy. that's Snoop Dogg. Snoop. So I'm gonna turn it back down because <laughs> can't hear too much of that. <laughs> but uh, to be honest, uh, I don't think that's where where it is. I mean, around the '80s, Brad Pitt really wasn't as big. I think he was in Thelma Louise at that time, and he only had a, like a small role. So Corey Feldman and uh, Corey Haim were basically bigger than he was at that time, and. Um, he was not no big Hollywood uh, bigwig that he is right now. Pot smoking, eight kids from around the world kind of guy. Johnny Depp. That we, no, not Johnny Depp. I forgot his name. Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the guy who he is right now. But um, hurry he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't, smoke, he no, doesn't since, smoke pot? since he has the kids, he stops. He stopped because he 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 did some video with Zach Galifianakis, and Zach Galifianakis gave him a bong. He was uh-huh. like, oh, I don't. 
I'm a family man. I don't do that. But dude, I mean, we don't really know though. We don't know what goes behind, what goes on in the shadows, Here's what the they thing. do in the shadows. Yeah, Here's a, that's a good, that's a good fucking documentary, <laughs> mockumentary. But here's the thing about that: it's um, I know people saying like you, you shouldn't care, which I really don't give a fuck. But the whole thing about that they already put this information out, and she she wants like full custody of the kids, like she wants she wants it all. I'm like, god damn. That mean that you're somebody's mad. <laughs> somebody's mad about something. Somebody's mad or somebody wants that paycheck yeah. because he's the one that's really working. Well, cause she's not, cause she doesn't have any tips anymore. <laughs> but um, I mean, yo, she's still hot. And you know what? Me being a guy, I actually thought when uh, when they broke up, I was like, oh, here's my shot. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, what? They breaking up? Well, here's my shot. And then there was that other rumor that uh, he was he was talking to. Uh, that other girl, Marion Codiard. Yeah. And yo, when I when I heard about that, I actually was like, "We're good on him, man," because she's a good one. She she's hot, man. I cannot deny that. Every movie that she's in, I'm like, "Look at her. <laughs> Look at her. A specimen." But I mean, if you if you had a choice right now, Angelina Jolie or Jennifer Aniston? Um, I'd pick Angelina. Angelina She's more exotic. Mind you. <laughs> and you know what? I'm talking about this. This is post uh, Boss, that movie that uh, what's her name made? A uh, horrible boss. The horrible bosses that she made when she was like that crazy freak chick. Oh my god! I would have definitely picked her. Would have definitely picked her. Yeah, but Angelina Jolie did do that stuff with uh, who she was married to before with Dayton. Yeah, when she did, she had his blood in a vial that she wore around her neck. That was weird. But she was doing a lot of weird stuff. Actually, that was my first Maxim magazine that I actually read, like cover to cover. But she was on it. I actually bought it and I read it cover to cover. Her article when she was uh, saying that she used to cut herself. Like that's what uh they used to do, they used to cut each other like a bunch of vampires and stuff. And I was like, this, this? It was a good read. It was a real good read. I was like, Wow. Angie, Angie, some weird stuff. Hollywood lips is what they call it. Now they got that new girl who's Hollywood lips uh that uh the chick's name from uh uh punk ass. Oh from from Kiss from uh Kick Ass not punk ass. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Her. Yeah. Chloe something. Uh, right. Chloe. The, the girl Michelle? from Neighbors Part 2. Yeah. They, they call her the new, uh, what you call it, uh, Hollywood Lips. And, I mean, yikes. <laughs> I hope she doesn't follow that whole thing. But, hey, Angelia Jolie is, I mean, she's still, she's still A-listed. I haven't seen her in anything recently, but... I mean, she, she, yo, she kicks it with, uh, she goes on vacation with, uh, what's the name of that guy, um, who was in Tomorrowland? George Clooney? George Clooney and stuff. Her and Brad Pitt used to go on vacation to his house in Venice or wherever, man. And watch Oceans, yeah. doing Oceans Marathon? Yeah, doing that kind of stuff. I mean, that's how celebrities kick it, right? Doing, like, the celebrity orgies. <laughs> I think, every time I think of, like, celebrities, I always think of, like, that, that scene from Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> with the mask, yeah, with the mask. And everyone's just having sex. That's what I think they're all doing. Uh, seriously, that's what I'm like. Yeah, that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. And I'm pissed off that I'm not invited to these parties. That's what they're getting down to. 
That's why they're always smiling. They're always like, every time in the red carpet, they do that little, like, uh, that whole little, when you're, your first day of high school, when you see your friend down the hall, like, ah! Hey! <laughs> you just pointing. Because it's like, ah! Hey, remember that? Remember that OG? Yeah! <laughs> that old thing. That's what they're doing. I guarantee you that's what they're doing. <laughs> and I know it. And one of these days, I'm going to get to the bottom of it. And I'm not going to say anything to nobody. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything to nobody. I'm going to be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a good time, though. So, Angie, I mean, um, if you're... I know that you're going through it right now. If you need, like, someone just to just be there... I'm a good hug. I'm a good uh, cuddler. I got a shirt that says so. So, <laughs> so do, do whatever you want. No, not with me. But my information is on the website, uh, Facebook. The Facebook meme. We seen it. Wait, I have a question for you. Go ahead. So Angelina Jolie played Tomb Raider. Oh. They're gonna remake Tomb Raider oh. with the girl from Ex Machina. Ooh. Her or Angelina Jolie? You know what? I'll pick her because I think she's more fun. You know, I think Angela Jolie, she she doesn't, she never took me as a fun person. The only fun thing she's ever done that I thought, like, oh, she's pretty cool, was, um, there was this, uh, what movie was that? Uh, Wanted. There was a scene in Wanted when the, the guy who was, uh, the lead, the lead character, the guy James who was... James McAvoy? Yeah. Well, he, he grabbed the gun from, uh one of the characters and then he was trying to get her to move out the way and he, and he pointed the gun at her and said can you move can you can you like move please please can you move and she cracked a smile and moved out the way and i was like oh look she looks like she's having fun and that was it <laughs> that was it that wow was one scene and, what a fun and, and girl whole career that i was like oh she's having fun but uh the girl from Des machina uh ex machina um, I saw her have fun on uh, what's the name of that movie? Um, the Man from Uncle, when she was uh, she was dancing when she was drunk. I was like, yo, she looks fun. I mean, she looks like she knows how to have a good time and doesn't need to do any, like buy a kid from another country in order to have a good time or feel fulfilled kind of thing. Angelina Jolie looks like if you cut her off in the line, she just might come home with an African kid. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, kid number eight. What just happened? <laughs> well, we already up to eight, <laughs> and that's just another mouth to feed. I'm like, yo, I'm not, I'm not Brad. I'm not making that kind of money. <laughs> I can't get another job. What about these holidays? <laughs> so, what do you think about Corey Feldman? Do you think this uh, career, this music career, is gonna take off? Yeah. Well, if he keeps on making music like this, somebody's gonna listen to it. Hey, he's probably gonna be at a uh, Bonnaroo. Probably it's gonna be at uh, Burning Man next year. Uh, I can see him at Woodstock, and they still do that. Do they still do Woodstock? I don't think so. They don't. They should. And you know what? Maybe what's the other one? Uh, Coachella. Coachella. I can see him at Coachella. I can see him singing this song at Coachella. Lala Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza. I can see him singing this at Ibiza, in China, <laughs> North Korea, South Korea. <laughs> I can see him doing it all over. Ukiah. Ultra. You know, you know it'll be a good one. Super uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Oh yeah! Oh my, oh God. my gosh! That will be the out. most talked about <laughs> halftime mean, show. Right now, all we got is Lady Gaga. So <laughs> with him, oh my gosh, it would be crazy. 
He should just pop out from the bottom of the stage. Boom! This is a Ninja Turtle singing. Yeah. This is. You know what? This song would make a good montage if you if you like if uh, if there was a movie and it was like oh we gotta figure this plan out or something like we gotta that. plan this heist we gotta plan this heist I could see this in the background and you see like people working on paperwork and somebody walks over to the table that they're in and just pats one on the sh- pats a guy on the shoulder and just look at the plan that like, yeah this is a good plan <laughs> walks over to another table and just start making some stuff and then like, they have like a fake safe that they're trying to crack and they're like practicing this is this is fast five this gotta be a fast five <laughs> fast, uh, fast and the furious eight right here this song has to be in there i can see vin diesel doing it he's like yeah yeah this is gonna work familia familia this is gonna work (laughs) oh my god oh well that's all i got to say hey good on you uh cory feldman or cory what happened to cory he died (laughs) when (laughs) he 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 passed away yeah yeah he had a a drug overdose that's why i haven't seen him not like not like i'm looking for him Corey Haim. Jesus Christ. When did you die, buddy? 2010? March 2010. Six years ago. Jesus Christ. Oh, he was Canadian? Well, that's... That explains everything. (laughs) Toronto, Canada. And he was a Lost Boys, licensed to drive. It was that time of the Corys, man. He was in Lucas. Dream a little dream. Silver Bullet. Yeah. Lost Boys to Tribe. The fuck? Yeah, that was a sequel. That went straight to DVD. If you if you gonna make a <laughs> sequel of a of a classic and is automatically gonna go to DVD, don't bring it out. Don't bring it out, please, because you're just hurting everybody who loved the original. You're just hurting everybody. That's my thoughts. Oh my gosh. It went straight to DVD? I mean, it's not a good movie. They made a, uh, another one after that one, and Corey Feldman was in that one as well. Oh my gosh. It's a two was Crank 2. Wait a minute. How was he in Crank? That was a year after. Fast Getaway. That's what's up. Hello. <laughs> well, that's it. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. And see ya. And hope you enjoy this song. And listen to this Ninja Turtle. Get it in. <laughs> hey, Mikey, where's the pizza? Don't forget to go for it. Go for it.